0: This is this, 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 this,
1: Fight Disciples.
0: We are gathered here today
1: for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk.
0: Welcome to podcast episode 215 of the Fight Disciples podcast. Yeah, my voice is gone.
1: You, it seemed fine a minute ago and now it's gone. No. You putting on a sexy voice for some reason? No, it's when, uh, when I go a little bit higher. Oh my God. Please tell me I never lost your voice watching England.
0: No, I'm ill. I've caught something off my daughter. Fair enough. But England hasn't helped either. Okay. (laughs) Uh, This is dedicated to the world of boxing. You can get us on uh, iTunes, Fight Disciples, and you can also get all our Android feeds on fightdisciples.com. And we're all over uh, social media as well, at Fight Disciples, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You'll have heard uh, the dulcet tones of Nicholas Pete there being back in the studio. Our normal... Monday recording studio, it's nice to have you back in, this That's is it. Uh, last time you were here, mate, you were throwing up in a bin.
1: That's right, <laughs> exactly, yeah. I'm glad to see someone's replaced the bag in the bin, which mm. is good, mm. So, but no spewing today. I'm fine today, actually, I've tweaked me back, so you, I won't be moving much today. you your back? I've tweaked me back, Is that yesterday. a holiday thing? No, no, I just did it yesterday, just being old. Just got up off a chair and hit me back. Mm. After spending the best part of a fortnight ripping up flags and renovating a house and then going on a holiday and throwing the kids over the pool. I actually tweaked me back standing up out of a chair.
0: A couple of things I want to bring up with you before we start the show. Okay. Um, Because I'm getting quite a bit on uh, my Instagram account. Flack. Not flack, just people taking the piss out of you and paying compliments to your wife because you put a a picture on of you. Oh, yeah, we went to a wedding on Saturday, yeah. Mm, You went to the wedding on Saturday. Uh, For those that don't know, Belle, you got married. And Nick uh, and his uh, good lady went. Now this is—it's uh, very rare that you would put a picture up of you and your missus it's on your rare. Instagram. You normally you're putting pictures of yourself and Will Smith or something like that. You're putting some random shit up on there, uh, but you put a lovely picture of you and the wife. You've got uh, shirt and tie on. Fucking hell! Last time you were wearing that, you were in court, mate. <laughs> uh, but the good lady was looking good. Jane was looking good. So you put that on your Instagram, but then people started tagging me in your post, going, Fucking hell, Pete's punching in it. <laughs> I'm like, all right, give him the shit. What are you tagging me in this for? <laughs> my whole thing. I've got I, I logged into my Instagram yesterday and I'm thinking, fucking hell, I'm popular. But all of the comments were, Hey, well look at Pete's Instagram. Yeah, I've seen it. I know his wife. <laughs> Everybody just giving it you. Yeah. It's <clears throat> scrub up
1: well, don't you, lads? You've gone for it well, there. I don't know about me. Like, Obviously, the wife looks pretty good, so that's yeah. the main thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. You have a ni- did you have a nice time? Yeah, it was good, yeah. It was good. <clears throat> no pics? No photos, no. No, no. photos. No. No fo- no. It, was, no. No, it was a no-photo yeah. jobby.
0: So. L- weddings don't pay for themselves, do they, Tony? Yeah? <laughs> Get yourself one of them Hello Magazine deals, will you, lad? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't see that, to be honest with you. Yeah. I
0: can't no, see that. Not at all, mate. Not at but all. it was
1: amazing. Obviously, his bride looks sensational. Who... And- who-
0: don't oh, give me I that bollocks, it. right? Don't give me that bollocks. Who gets fucking married when England are in the quarterfinal of the World Cup? What are you doing? A scouser. Don't give a shit, does he? <laughs> Generally, no. <laughs> don't give a shit. Mm. No. Are you uh, back on the England bandwagon yet?
1: Um, I'm a back on it. Um,
0: for those that don't know, he started the World Cup spo- uh, supporting Spain. Spain. Spain got dumped out. He then uh, got... Uh, um. Um, a, a Brazil kit for your uh, kid, didn't you? A Neymar kit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know what, every time he bought it today, I
1: actually to go to school this morning, to, uh, to the childminder this morning. And I said to Jane, it's so fitting that every time we're slipping into, into this Neymar shirt, he throws a tantrum, because that's exactly what Neymar does.
0: Yeah, but they're, they're out. They're out now. Brazil are yeah, yeah. out. Spain are out. I am proud so of now the what you World doing? Cup. So now what are you doing?
1: Well, I was quite surprised England beat Sweden, I've got to be honest with you. But... uh You know what? It's just mad. I had this conversation with my dad watching the quarterfinal on Saturday Uh, because, you know, it's like I'm watching the rest of the country on social media, like dickheads in London climbing on top of paramedic cars and jumping through bus stations and all this garbage. <clears throat> and I just don't get it. I, I don't. I've spoke about this before. I don't resonate with it. Like I sat and watched it with me dad. We did have a beer. I was going to a wedding later that day, so you know I wasn't chugging the beers or whatever. But I had a little beer. We watched it, and when England scored, we were like, "Yes, obviously." But there was no. You know, I never left my seat. I'm not getting carried away.
0: I was surprised he won. Yeah, but I had this conversation right, with him. All right then. And I have this conversation well, with you because it, well, you're older than me. Well, when it was penal I'm older than you. But <laughs> well, you look older than me, sorry. Piss off. When it was penalties, did you not get a buzz uh, against Colombia? Well, no, because the missus was asleep next to me and the kids were
1: asleep in the next room, so I couldn't pounce everywhere. But I was like, I was kind of watching it going, oh, fuck, whatever you do, Jordan, don't miss. And he didn't miss, which it was a great save. He missed? And then that text him was like, die by name, die by nature. And then he scored. Yeah. <laughs> but, then, but then I was like, well, it's nice that he got brought on for the pens, but apparently he played on, he was actually on the pitch a bit longer than the pens. Mm. It, the, the thing that baffles me, and this is the conversation I was trying to have with my dad on, on Saturday, is... When, in 66, when they won it,
0: yeah,
1: were people looking at that team going, well, yeah, obviously, you know, Bobby Moore's world class, Gordon Banks' is world class. No,
0: I think that's a retrospective Rodgeron's thing. Roger Hunt's
1: world class. I think that's a
0: retrospective thing.
1: But fucking hell, Nobby Styles, he wouldn't get a game for fucking us on a Wednesday. Just exactly like I'm watching it now going, listen, Stones, class. Pickford, I knew Pickford was class. He's proved himself class. Harry Kane, world class. But then I look at the team and I'm like, fucking hell, come on. You know, I have spoke. I text you all this. Carl Walker's is the most overrated player in the is Premier League. No, you're talking
0: shit. shit. Now. You're talking shit. Absolute shit. Now. You're talking shit. Terrible. Cal, and Sterling, Cal, Cal Sterling's
1: Walters. just a modern-day Mark Walters. <laughs>
0: That's I, all he is. I agree with that.
1: As I text you, second touch as a tackle. That's yep. how you sum up Sterling. Yeah. His second touch is a tackle. You can't have a His do first
0: it. touch is that bad. You can't have a do at Carl Walker, though. He's been one of the best players. Bollocks. Walker, Jones and Maguire has been the bollocks. We're,
1: we're, we're going to get to the semi-finals. Of the, well, we've got to the semi-finals of this thing in spite of oh, shush. three or four players. But... Uh, that's what I mean. In 66, where you're looking at the squad going, yeah, of course.
0: Fucking shit. yeah, of course. Fucking shit. Well, if you think about it, this is I'm gonna get history. So, does this thing.
1: make it worse then? Because look at the last 10 years, look at the Rooney era, the golden generation, Beckham, Gerrard, Lampard, Skulls, Rooney. Is it because we had such high expectations it was more painful? Then? I'm kind of watching it now going, they'll go on, next game. So, I'm putting zero no pressure on
0: them. No, is that I,
1: what is that why they're doing so well? But back in back in the Bex generation and all that, I thought we gen- fucking hell, we've generally got a chance here. The football's coming home and all that bollocks. I was bought in then. Yeah. I was going to Sayers and had them shitty flags on my car and all that. I was in. But now they've gone this time and they've gone, good on, good on Gareth for picking all the kids. Because the experience will do them well. Yeah, but every that single game. That was my game, mentality. Every
0: single game. Don't get me wrong. Get into a semi-final of the World Cup. And you might be listening to this when we're in the final of the World Cup, by the way.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm fucking telling I'm you I'm telling you you get excited I'm telling you we're going to the World Cup final we're, we're, I'm getting carried <laughs> I am getting carried <laughs> with, with, all, with all I don't even know what I was going to fucking say there because I just started thinking about the World Cup final mate no I just think each individual game as they've come along Yeah, I've expected England to win them every game you yeah. expect to beat Tunisia you expect to beat Panama you expect the Belgium game we chucked it then your Colombia game I thought we'll beat them Sweden yeah. we'll beat them we're we'll playing Russia now. Uh, sorry, Croatia. Croatia. We'll beat them. We're in the final. Wow. The final's going to be the most difficult
1: game. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I, I was speaking to one on Saturday about this, and they were like, "Yeah, but come on." They fluked it, haven't they? How lucky the draw been People getting knocked out. I'm like, well, that's how you win tournaments. Of course it is. That's how you win the fucking league. Of course it is. You can man. have the best team every day of the week, but you need the rub of the grass so as well. It, so are you,
0: are you back on board now or what? Because I, I saw you, right, being a dickhead on Saturday with your, with your Twitter going, big game at three o'clock today. <laughs> Liverpool have got Chester away. I'm going, fuck off. <laughs> why are you doing that? Why are you, why are you creating this scouse unity? Where, it's us against the world. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is. I did actually watch the
1: Liverpool Chester game, but I had it on my iPad. Did you
0: see Carragher? Jamie, oh, yeah. Jamie, I know he listens to the show, right? He fucking went to a beer garden that was only showing Liverpool against Chester. He's <laughs> <It's> a fucking <laughs> dick, isn't he? <laughs> him and his lad, fucking love it. So him and his—I think there were about five people in the beer garden just watching Liverpool versus Chester. Fucking brilliant! Liverpool won seven 0 by the way. Yeah, they did. So, mate, you're playing Chester. Even fucking Stoney <laughs> scored, and he's shy. He scored on, two. He? He scored two actually. Fucking dog shit.
1: Kata, first game ah. out. There, so anyway, but, but, you know what? Let's get excited about Liverpool once England out the World Cup because I feel like you don't want to overshadow what's happening over in Russia. It's nice that the spotlight's on.
0: Say what you said at the start before we. I press record on the show. Just yeah. say what you said. Say what you said. What did I say? You said that Liverpool have more chance of winning oh, yeah. the Premier League than England do of the World Cup. <laughs> England have got to win two matches, by the way. That's it. <laughs> Liverpool have more chance of winning the World Cup than England do of winning the World Cup.
1: You really think they're going to win it?
0: I think they're going to get to the World Cup final.
1: No, I think I think they're going to
0: struggle on Wednesday, I'll be honest with you. They'll get to the World Cup final, and then I want them to, I'd to. i love them to play Belgium and yeah. give them a fucking tanking.
1: I think the, the most concerning thing right now is um, the fact that Henderson's an injury doubt, because without Henderson, Luka Modric runs
0: that party all day.
1: I think England will struggle.
0: But he'll, listen, he'll be there. He'll be there. Don't you worry about it. Oh, lad.
1: he will. He'll be there, yeah, I agree.
0: Uh, If you just tune in, uh, this is the uh, multi-award winning Fight Disciples podcast. Can I just point out as well, if you are uh, a podcaster or thinking of creating a podcast... Do it about the World Cup now. You have no better opportunity to take our crown offers than right now, riding right the crest of the wave of Absolutely. what the nation is feeling. If you're a, if you're making a football podcast, especially about if the I England national this, team, wait
1: a minute, wait a minute. Let's just change the name of this show. Forty the. Well, I was thinking on the way into, World into the studio.
0: I was thinking on the way in, thinking well, I'm going to set one up because that's how we fucking win it back next year. Because if you don't, if you're a football podcast and you don't win best sports podcast next year after what England are doing in the World Cup. Give up. Don't yeah, even fucking yeah, bother. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Don't
0: even bother. Fucking telling you. It's an open goal for you. Go and smash it in.
1: You're gonna have a podcast about the World Cup final potentially and England win it. Following the footsteps of 66 That's and an entry for Fight Disciple is gonna be me puking in a bin.
0: That's it. So the door is wide open. I'm praying for this fucking Joshua Wilder fight is what I'm praying for. Come on, please give it us. <laughs> anyway, let's get into a little bit of uh boxing chat, shall we? Uh, because uh, James the Gales decided to pack it in. Well, I say pack it in. He's decided to uh, chuck his belt in the bin in order to uh, chase, a, chase a few quid. Now, lots has uh, been going round, obviously, over the last week. And I saw so much bollocks that he was going to be uh, trying to fight uh, George Groves next, obviously with George Groves lined up to be fighting Callum Smith. So I've made a few phone calls and what have you, and we've got down to the crux of it. 100% in the World Boxing Super Series final, which hopefully will be announced in the not-too-distant future will be uh, Smith versus Groves. Putting yeah. to bed the opportunity of maybe DeGale fighting Groves or DeGale going in to replace Groves because he's been injured and going into that final and fighting uh, Callum Smith. Now, loads of people were getting in contact with us when I was making predictions on our social media last week as to why would he have to relinquish the belt? Well, is the he was the IBF champion. He had a mandatory situation. The purse bids for that were last Thursday against Jose no, Uzcategui. Uzcategui. Who is now the full champion. I feel a bit sorry for us, Category, actually, just being upgraded to a champion, because every champion wants to hear and the new, don't they, when they're in the ring. But he's got it, he's been given the belt, and now they've chucked a uh, mandatory straight on him in Caleb Plant, I think. Uh, so the reason why James has chucked that is because he would have to fight us, category, who's no joke, he's an absolute monster. And we've seen him against Caleb Truex recently, uh, James DeGale, on two separate occasions, and he didn't look at his best. Maybe James, in the back of his head, thinks to himself, well, my time's coming to an end. Do I want to go and get bingoed uh, in a high-risk, very low-reward fight, or do I want to go and fight someone like Billy Joe Saunders or George Groves or Chris Eubank Jr. for probably double the pay? That's where we're at at this moment in time. Now, I'm hearing quite strong noises that Chris Eubank Jr., who's the reserve in the World Boxing Super Series final, if any of those lads fall out, is uh, is near enough... Well, we're talking 80% of the weather for a fight with James DeGale, which... I can I'm kind of into. I kinda yep. like that. That's Makes all me. right. Um I'm also into Billy Joe Saunders, Billy Joe Saunders fight. Absolutely. And maybe if he comes through that, maybe a George Groves fight a little bit later on. That's where I'm at with James DeGale at this moment. Absolutely. But nothing's nailed on. Everybody's talking about September the fifteenth and all this type of stuff. Nothing's nailed on no. at this moment in time. I
1: was chatting to James on Saturday
0: as well. Oh, here he goes, wedding stories. Go on, so and not allowed uh, uh, to take a picture, but I'll fucking get some goss. Go no, on, so
1: he never, he never gives us a, the the scope on what's what's coming next. But you know, I, I basically said the same thing to him. You know, why why, why bother? Because he's he's not a ticket seller in the UK, mm. so chances are the other kind gooey fight was going to happen over in the US because he's got a big. Obviously, he's a, he's got a he's. he's Puerto Rican, but he's based in Mexico. Mm. Uh, he's got a big Latino kind of following over there. Uh, he'd probably got a reasonable payday, but it would have been more than likely in Mexico City, where they give giveaway home, everything that a, a champion who's established as James Gale doesn't want to do, especially after coming to two, two fights that he has done with Cable, two acts, and having to win the belt back. And you know what we're talking about. Olympic gold medalist, British champion, Commonwealth champion, two-time world champion. He's got nothing left to prove. Yes, James Gale's legacy is assured. Yes, he has shown signs he's on the decline, but he was still going down as one of the greatest British super middleweights of all time. Of course he will. That's done. That's in the bank. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the comparison with Tony Bellew is so easy to make. Bellew became WBC cruiserweight champion of the world. Once he'd done that, he looked around and went, OK, other the other option, where where's the money? I tell you where the money's are. I'm going up to David Hay. Now I don't think that there's much <laughs> chance of the Gale going up to light heavyweights. However, I think a fight with Anthony Yard would be an absolutely absolute belter. Mm. But um, I think Billy Joe Saunders, Chris Eubank Junior. are both fantastic fights for him. Uh, the names, the
0: names. The, the he, names need a, he needs a dance partner
1: now. But then it sets him up perfectly for the Groves-Smith winner anyway. Uh, I don't think he wants to stick around too much longer. I think he's probably got two or three fights left in his locker, um, but he was in good spirits anyway. And you know what? I think he, he can walk away with his head held high. He won back the belt. He beat Shuax the second time, mm. um, and I just think now it's the right decision for him to chase the money rather than the glory because the glory's done. It's
0: assured. Mm. Um, we're here in first or eighth of September. We're here in Jeddah. Uh, we told you this weeks ago. Months ago. For the uh, for the Series 1 final. Because if you remember, the Cruiserweight final was supposed to be in Jeddah, but then it got moved because of Russian money. So it's happening in Moscow now on the 21st of July. Uh, the day before, by the way, is the uh, the gala where they are going to be drawing lots for uh, uh, Season in, 2. In Moscow. In Moscow as well. That's mm-hmm. on the Friday night. Uh, but we're hearing that it will be Jeddah. Um, I spoke to Kala last week. And obviously I tried my very best to get some type of confirmation on it. and yeah. Caller was being Caller. But you can read a conversation. When you have conversations with people, you can read a conversation. I'm, I'll put my neck on the line and say 100% it's not happening in the UK.
1: No, no. It's definitely happening. in. It, the thing is, and everyone's getting upset about it, but the thing is, it's got to happen in the Middle East. The reason why the World Boxing Super Series has been so successful this season is because that they were able to go, listen boys, listen cruiserweight division, especially listen super middleweight division all you top guys coming into this tournament because here is the pot of gold at the end of it and the cruiserweights especially all went fuck yeah that's the kind of money we wouldn't earn defending belts ten times over we're coming into that tournament likewise that's why George Groves and everybody else was attracted to it where does that money come from it had to come from somewhere it's come from the Middle East and the payoff is that the Middle East gets a final as you say it was supposed to be the cruiserweights that got moved I think it would be proved along the way that, yes, Groves versus Smith definitely sells here, but it sells anyway. A bit of mine, it's only a
0: two-hour difference as well. So in terms of TV, oh, yeah, they're, it, they're, it won't be a no. shocking time on TV. No, I think they'll do, they'll just make it, because of the heat out there, they'll put it on at midnight out there yeah, and we'll so it'll get be like it at 10, 10 PM here. Yeah, so it'll be
1: like prime time here, so that won't be an issue. Hmm. Obviously, from a fan's perspective, it would have been nice to be there, but then does any are there any British boxing fans that fancy going to Saudi Arabia? Well, Jed- for a couple Jed- of days to watch Jed- a
0: fight. There's no alcohol in Jeddah. Well, that's what I mean. You can't get on the ale, can you? It's and not we'll, a holiday. They won't be able to have ring card girls either, will they? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. So it, it, I don't know the, the politics. It's going to look I mean, and really feel different.
1: It. However, listen, I've, I've been out in the Middle East for fights, and it's weird out there because the royal families, a lot of these Middle East countries are run by royal families, as we know, that's kind of how it works, but the, they look at hand-to-hand combat as being very much like a a, a lower class pursuit yeah. even though they love it even though they support it like I've been to I've been to it's very um, Caesar
0: isn't it it's Caesar yeah, it is. and the Roman times it, it is
1: but when you go to um, Abu Dhabi I've been to Abu Dhabi a couple, a couple of times to watch, to watch MMA and the royal family out there, one of the royals out there has got his own fight team and everything else. Mm. But when the UFC rocks into town, the royal family actually leave that part of the country. They don't want any direct association with hand-to-hand combat because they're above that. You know, they're royals. They're kind of... It's it's a weird thing. And I think going out to Saudi Arabia will be very similar. Do you Mm. know what I mean? It will be popular. It'll be everything else. But that connection to the upper class to the even though that's where the money's ultimately coming from it's such a weird dynamic over there but obviously the Middle East are also where that Oil doesn't last forever. They're trying to build themselves into be a, a tourism hotspot. And what better way to attract tourism than to bring world-class sporting events? So mm. it, it all fits together in that way. But it's just kind of frustrating as a fight fan. We, we've been lucky enough to have been to a couple of the World Boxing Super Series rounds yeah, so far. And it's fucking awesome. It's, it's been absolutely brilliant. And from a British perspective, it's kind of heartbreaking that the fight's not going to happen. But you know what? At this point in time, Adam, I just want the fight to happen. I don't care where it is.
0: I'm supposed to be commentating on it. Never been to Jeddah. Fuck yeah. Jeddah. Return of the Jeddah. That's the name of the episode when it happens, by the way. <laughs> I've already thought of that. <laughs> uh, what do you reckon of uh, season two in the Bantamweights, including uh, Nanita Donair, who's obviously re- uh, recently been involved with uh, Carl Frampton at uh, the higher weight category. Yeah. Um, and now he's uh, stepping back down to uh, compete against some absolute killers at Bantamweight. Yeah, it's, it's a weird one. It's um, a great name, though. Of it's course. A, it's a great name. Absolutely, it's to a massive thing. Including that mix, don't get me wrong. Inoue, Rodriguez, um, Burnett, and Tete sells it on its own. You might as well go straight to semi-finals for me. But to have Denaire in there as well, that's a that's a fantastic name to have in. It's a, it's a scalp for someone, isn't it? Absolutely. Well,
1: that's exactly what it is. It's a scalp for yeah. someone. I think the reason they've done it is obviously they've got a, an Asian TV deal now with uh, with the main man going in there. Um And I think Denaire obviously paints a picture and and allows them to potentially get a Filipino TV because he is still so wildly popular. Mm. However, when was the last time Denaire made bantamweight? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? He's been fishing around at super bantam and and featherweight for the last couple of years. It it concerns me that he's got to try and get down to bantamweight now. Um, And the field that he's in, they they will just look at him like a massive scalp. Mm. Um, I think the Frampton, even though Frampton was so much bigger, proved that Denaire's best days are behind him. He was just too quick for them. Put them in with the likes of Contete or Bayonet, or...
0: They're blown away. Ugh. Rodriguez, you mm. guys? Come on. Mm. Come on. Um, Caller also told me last week that they are very close to signing an English uh super lightweight for uh, the super lightweight competition, of which um, we know that Josh Taylor is going to be a part of. Yeah. Uh, but they're talking to an English lad. So I started doing a little bit of nosing around rankings and various things like that. The one that stands out for me is Jack Catterall. Yeah. Obviously. Um, and he would make perfect sense undefeated rising through the WBL at this moment in time Um, but we are both hearing that uh, Jack Catterall is on the verge of signing a fight for September the 15th here in the UK with O'Hara which might then the rule him out of obviously going into the World Boxing Super Series. Yeah. Um, and so then you start to look around. Who else is there, English-wise, that uh, maybe could compete? You mentioned O'Hara's name. I wouldn't imagine O'Hara's going in there. No. Um, your boy Robbie Davis Jr. is obviously just signed. We'll get to that in a minute. He's just signed with Matchroom. Yeah. He's going to be fighting Glenn Foot for the British and so Commonwealth. them too out. So they've gone. Mm-hmm. Who else is there that's knocking about? Do you maybe have a way with Anthony Crawler, see if he can step up to 140 from 135? Potentially. That would be an unusual one.
1: Uh, but with Donito Denae just going in a bantamweight, that would kind of allude to the fact that, okay, because season one was filled with champions and undefeated potential
0: challengers. Yeah. Certainly the cruiserweight division. I know where you're going now. You're going to Anthony Crawler's mate just stepped up, aren't you? Well, is that's, that where you're going? I'm, potentially, that's where I'm thinking. You think thinking Terry Flanagan?
1: I'm thinking Terry Flanagan. Yeah, you know, he's he, 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 on paper. He certainly sums up. He's 33 and one. Um, yes, he's just lost to former Norris, champ, Loris Hooker. But you know, it was his first foray at super lightweight. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Or they might just go for a, you know, a complete outsider, a kid who's undefeated, like Josh Leather. Uh, I think a lot of these guys are tied up now. As I say, O'Hara and, and Jack, I'm hearing, are getting it on. Uh, Robbie Davis is getting it on with Glenn Foote. You know, Josh Taylor's already in the tournament. This is kind of, we're talking about, these are the top 10 guys that super lightweight. Uh, English,
0: we're talking English. British, lad.
1: British yeah. with Josh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's either got to be Terry Flanagan or, or for me, Josh
0: Josh Leather. Mm. What do you make of uh, your boy Robbie signing for match room? I think it's long overdue to be honest with you. I've been, he's needed it. I mean, oh, he's desperately he's needed, needed it. He's needed a platform for Absolutely. fucking time, man.
1: Well, you know, there's a reason why we talking about our two prospects from last year, aren't we? Jack Cattle and Robbie Davies Junior. Um, <clears throat> I think Robbie's proved to the world now that against Sire Walker to bounce back the way he did with that performance, and you know he's selling out arenas without TV, he's selling out big venues without TV. He's he's all he's categorically world class, um, and I just think that this is, is what is, he's been well, hang on, for.
0: Hang on, hang on. He needs an opportunity to show that world-class. You believe yeah, it. I believe you he's world-class.
1: He's, he's obviously ranked with the WBA. He's the WBA national yeah, champion. But, but I just believe he's been waiting for his opportunity. Look at his record. You know, he's a he's a arena fighter who's been fighting on small halls yeah. throughout his entire career. Listen,
0: there. I love him. You know I love switch it fighters. I think he's absolutely tremendous. The... Um I just hope now that he gets the a real opportunity and I think he's only ever gonna get that really with Eddie. Yeah. I think if uh he comes through, becomes British Commonwealth champion against Glenn, I mean it's a great fight that, but it's a good opportunity for him to just showcase his talent. And I don't think Eddie will fuck about with him. No. I think he'll move him quite quickly because he's he's done his it's 17 fight He's seventeen in. Yeah, he's done his apprenticeship. Yeah, there's nothing done it. there's nothing else to wait for. I think they'll speed him along quite quite nicely and I think I think they've signed a three-fight deal, is that right? Three-fight deal, I think the third fight will be something really tasty where everybody goes, fucking hell. Right, here we go then. Let's let's see what this kid's all about.
1: And listen, it's not like this country's short on talent, as we've just discussed in this super lightweight division. It's Mm. absolutely bouncing. So, um, yeah, man. I think it's great news for him, and he he deserves it, and good news for his manager, Neil Marsh. That's had to do some real fucking... He's lost a lot of money investing in Robbie over the years, getting these fights without TV, but working his way up the rankings. I think Hmm. it's a rich reward for them all.
0: Uh, I know previously I've said about the World Boxing Super Series that uh, Maurice Hooker will be a uh, a wonderful addition, Uh, the new WBO champion at uh, Superlight, but it's looking likely that he's not going in there, because I'm hearing that... It's a shame, man. That he's doing it, he's done a deal with Alex Sosedo. I mentioned uh, his fight with Zappavigna a couple of well last week on last week's show. It's a fantastic little knock. Uh, it's looking like Maurice Ucker will be fighting Alex Sosedo in November. So that's maybe why we're not hearing stronger noises about him going into the World Boxing Super Series. I sent him a message yesterday, Mo. Did you? Well he follows the fight disciples. He's a fight he's a hundred percent a fight disciple after you uh, obviously uh, accused him of chucking his jizz around everywhere. <laughs> um he's in Mexico at the moment. I just sent him a message to stay off the meat. You know what I mean? I don't want I don't want any of that. Don't want any of him I don't want him getting in any bother, blaming it on their uh, fucking tacos or anything like that, do we? Stay off the meat more, you know the score sunshine as you sat on your lounge you're now listening to us, you know you know the
1: crap. When you look at that World boxing super series lineup so far, though, it's super lightweight. It literally is Marlis Tucker's the only name that's missing. Yeah. The only name the only champion that's missing. Don't chuck your jizz
0: around Joe. M- more get in there, lad. Absolutely. Get stuck in. Um Again, we told you this, what, a month ago, maybe two months ago, regarding uh, AJ and Wembley. I do love, right, other uh, outlets, mainly on social media, when they're jumping all over it going, breaking news. It's not fucking breaking news. We told you months ago. This No.
1: It's breaking news for you, mate. Yeah. You should listen to the
0: fucking show. Just follow the fucking account. You know the score. <laughs> we'll tell you. Just subscribe. It's not that hard. We're on iTunes, mate. Just press <laughs> fucking subscribe. You could be two we'll months... your headlines for you. you could make your t- job easier. Yeah, you could be two months ahead of everybody. i seen
1: that, yeah. i seen yesterday... Uh, was it Sunday? The fucking Sunday Mirror. Exclusive World Boxing Super Series rumoured for Jeddah. I'm like, exclusive for who? Yeah, exactly. Fucking hell, just... I hate the way nationals do that, though. Exclusive. Exclusive for you. The rest of us have been talking about this for fucking weeks. Mm. Um, okay. Anyway.
0: Exclusive. edge. Does anyone buy papers anymore? I don't know, mate. I think so. That's why you're doing this now. Exactly. you pack packed that print shit in. No. Oh. Um, September 22nd, April 13th, AJ at Wembley. No shit, Sherlock. No shit. Where else is he fucking going to fight? He ain't going back to the O2, is he? Uh, The only other option is out of season at the Principality underneath the roof. It was always going to be a situation where they attempted to get him at Wembley. Uh, Povetkin, Wembley, September 22nd, 90,000. Right? April 13th, it's going to be wild. Come on, let's not fuck up. Do you think? Who else is it going to be? It has to be Wilder. Well, at the end of the day,
1: it's that for me, that's down to Team Wilder to sort this thing out. It's happening. It's happening, mate. Come on. I don't right? know. It wouldn't surprise me if it still didn't happen in in, in April. I just think Team Wilder are just being fucking unrealistic with their demands. Yeah, of course they are. The but the they day. play.
0: I, I personally think, if you think about it, um, their job is to obviously get the best deal for their yeah. man. Yeah, and that's what what the. So being a bit of. Being a bit aloof, being a bit does, ambiguous. Does, does Anthony Joshua's career
1: rely on beating Deontay Wilder, though, or does the De- no. Who needs who more? Deontay Wilder needs Anthony Joshua more than Anthony Joshua yeah, needs right. Deontay. Wilder. I don't think there's any doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. And so, t- and, so and if why, I'm honest, why give in then? Just no. The offers there on the table, son. You I, think set offer, they, I think they'll take they that offer
0: though. I think they'll take this time. they haven't for September. Listen, mate. They'll be back. They'll come back with the tail between the legs. They'll fucking take the deal. So
1: Wilder me. needs another fight in the meantime. Wilder's yeah. gonna have to take a fight. He's gonna fight Brazil.
0: Fuck's sake!
1: I'd have a go, Brazil. Can
0: <laughs> <laughs> knock him over. We'll see you April thirteenth, right? The reason why I bring that up is because Eddie's uh, said that it's going to be they're going to apply for an extension, a hundred thousand mm-hmm. tickets, a hundred thousand people at Wembley Stadium, an extra ten thousand on top of the ninety uh, that they can do obviously for the perfecting fight in September. I've been looking through uh, some uh, records of uh, most attended fights down there down the years. Yeah, yeah, uh, British. Mac- not just in general. Oh, right, okay. Uh, Max Schmelling, Walter Nausl, yeah, 102,000 in Germany. Christ. Jack Dempsey, check this out. Jack Dempsey fought Gene Tunney on two separate occasions. Oh, yeah, yeah. The first one did 120,000.
1: These are baseball stadiums, weren't
0: they? Yeah, the second one did 105,000. Yeah. Uh, everybody knows about Julio Cesar Chavez uh, and Greg Howland. Uh, 133,000 rock, rocked up for that in Mexico. But the biggest one at 135,000, Tony Zale and Billy Pryor. There you go, one hundred thirty-five thousand people rocked up. Okay. Uh, and is talking about a hundred thousand at Wembley. Modern era, he's the boy, innit? it What are we doing pay-per-view these days, AJ? Sky Sports wise, um, he's is, I think he, last one was about one point two, was it something like that? Is he doing? Is he
1: doing over a million viewers? I think now? he's, yeah. Are, last are time, out. I think we were still. I thought we were still chasing a million viewers. No, I think
0: he's done. I think he has done it over a million. I don't think he's regularly pinging over a million. Yeah. Because that,
1: that was my big prediction now that he was gonna consistently hit a million view a million pay per view buys, which is mm. just insane, especially when you're putting ninety thousand bums on seats as well. Um but this is the this is the modern this is the anti Joshua era, I truly believe that. So do you know
0: something? I watched an old well, my missus was watching an old episode of um what's that game show we um Jim Bowen?
1: Ja- <clears throat> no Bullseye.
0: No, we uh, James Corden, Jamie Redknapp, Flint. Oh
1: the, uh, they think it's all over. Is that what it's called?
0: Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. They think it's all over? Right, anyway, that the on Sky one. The one on Sky, yeah. What's it so? fucking called? I don't know. It's shit. James Corden's in it, so stay yeah, a million shit. miles away because yeah, exactly. he's a pleb. But um, it was an old one when he'd just beaten Charles Martin anyway, He was on it, right? League of their own. League of their own. Think it's all over. they think it's all over. It's they think it's dealing over. Skinner at time, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. It <laughs> From was. well back. Nineteen ninety five. Oh shit um league yeah of the league of their own, league. own right so anthony joshua's on that my missus is sat alongside me miss, she obviously doing what i do she pays a, a little bit of an interest yeah and she's good pals with a girl called Stacey copeland who's a pro boxer as well yeah so <clears throat> we're chatting about an aj comes up and she goes he's got the fucking lot
1: she's up most of his hair
0: no she just went <laughs> he's got the cheeky bastard she goes, he has got the fucking lot. I said, what do you mean? She went, well, obviously he's good, isn't he? Because he's got all them belts and he's good at boxing. I said, yeah. She said, but just look at him. Just look at him. He's an Adonis. <laughs> and I started <laughs> laughing. And she goes, yeah, but if you're a company now. Absolutely. Who do you want to advertise your products? Mm-hmm. You get him, don't you? Of course. I just went, there you go. There you go. That's why he's doing 90, 100,000 seats. That's why he's doing and
1: Lucas A pay all the big bucks as well. That's it, man. With that association, brand association. He's the he's the real deal, and we've known that for a long time. Though that he's the real deal, we knew you know Klitschko for me was the one that just rubber stamped it. For me, that was vintage Klitschko, and yet he still smashed him to bits. He didn't have to get inside his head. In fact, he paid him all the respect in the world. Klitschko was so confident going into that fight, and that's what ultimately led to Klitschko getting up and, and carrying on fighting. But for AJ to get up off the deck against Klitschko and then to do what he did. And that's that's when you think, fuck me, here we go. Mm. This year has just begun, and that, that's the frustrating thing about the Wilder fight. Then the Wilder fight not happening in September. Do you think it will be bigger in April? Yeah, if it happens in yeah. April. Yeah,
0: listen, things from like fight fan perspective, no, do you think yeah. it's a bit of a
1: fucking kicking the ball? No, as well?
0: listen, right, right now, yeah, okay, you've. Bear in mind,
1: Lewis Tyson took about fucking 10 years to make. Right, this is it. Mayweather Pacquiao this took fucking 10 years and were to you, me. And were you still buzzing when it happened? Of course you were. Yeah, but it wasn't as good as it could have Not, been. Yeah, but listen,
0: right. It was tainted. Simply Stop, it. To, Stop you know, it. In fact, we were both t- both them fights, when it finally happened, were tainted. Right. Stop it with all this. All this hindsight, looking back at At the time, during during the moment, when you're in the yeah. moment, right, Yeah. you'll be buzzing for it. They will make yeah. that fight. Right now, as I said uh, on previous podcasts this team value him higher than he's actually worth. yeah, And that's their job. That's yeah. their job to do that. Of course. So they could have played an absolute blinder. I genuinely believe that he will get more money come April. He's not going to get a shitload more money, but he'll get more money. The what's on the table right now. When it comes to April. They'll make the April fight. Oh, it's up about 10, 15 million. Yeah, but what we've got now, we have got that lovely word, it's marinated now, isn't it? You've put, you put it out, you've put your spices on it, everybody's still fucking buzzing for it. Josh is gonna fight in September. I wouldn't be surprised if Wilder's there, mate. Hmm. Right? We thought he'd be there in Cardiff, though, didn't we? Yeah. To listen. It's all a fucking game. It's all a game. Listen to our UFC podcast. You saw the game at the weekend. We fucking brought, brought Lesnar, Jesus. right? We'll go we're going in balls deep on that. Yeah. It's all a game. And at some point, you're gonna see these two men together face to face. It might be in a it might be in the ring, it might be after a fight, it might be in a random meeting in a casino somewhere and it all goes or something, you know? But we're going to get it. We will get it at some point. It's it's starting to become too big for it not to happen. But you are right in what you were saying. Wilder needs Joshua more than Joshua needs Wilder. I don't think yeah. Joshua needs it. I think Joshua just wants the belt. He wants to be classed as the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, which I think we all want. It's irrelevant who's got it. It just so happens that uh, Deontay Wilder's got it. If Brazil chins Wilder, which ain't going to happen, no. it'll be Brazil. Of course. It'll be whoever's yeah, got I that belt. just chasing the belt.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't think there's any th- any doubt there. I don't think anyone believes he's got a special thing to fight uh, Wilder. I just think it's, from a fan's perspective, yeah. it just feels like, just do it. Like, what's the point? Okay, listen, Pavekin, for me, is a dangerous opponent. Of course like, it is, he's yeah. He's got to have his head switched on there. AJ. But what's the point of Deontay Wilder fighting Dominic Brazil? Like Genuinely, what is the there point? There is no point. It's just a mark and time fight for them.
0: And and another thing, right? This is all about ego as well. If you think about it, Eddie's offered Deontay Wilde there, come and fight. We'll we'll come and fight on our card, on a the zone card. Yeah. And we'll give you five million dollars. Right? You can pick your opponent. If it's Brazil sound, pick your mm-hmm. opponent, whatever, I'll give you five million. And then the second fight, fifteen million dollars. To fight AJ. To fight Edge. That's <clears throat> twenty million. Mm-hmm. That's 10 times more than he's ever been paid. All right, he's got to fight twice for it. But it's 10 times more than he's ever received on a single purse. And he's turning him to fuck off. Yeah. So, I,
1: I And listen, when you look at it like that, when you look at what he's earned so far to get here, got, there's a tough argument to say he deserves more than 20 million. However, you will, I know what the argument is from Team uh, Wilder. They'll be like, it doesn't matter. Because in the heavyweight jigsaw, mm-hmm. we own the biggest piece. Yes. So, and you need the biggest yeah. piece for your so legacy. how much do you want to pay
0: for that biggest piece? Exactly. So That's it's not it. about
1: how much Deontay has earned so far. Yeah, not, do you know what he's earned so far? We deliberately took buttons to get to this point because we manoeuvred ourselves to own the biggest Absolutely. chess piece on the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, to take that piece from us, Mr. Anthony Joshua, Mr. Eddie Hearn, with your 90,000 tickets sold and your millions and millions of pay-per-views, you're going to have to pay us royally and you're going to have to pay us the lion's share as well. <clears throat> I get where they're coming from. Yeah. But the, but I get where the ends come from as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Right, well, fucking, we will give you ten times what you've Hundred percent doesn't matter. We own the biggest piece. I truly believe Deontay Wilder owns the biggest piece on the chess set. WBC belt
0: is still a number of one. Of course belts. it is. Absolutely, of course it is. And I think it's going to be Eddie or Shelley Finkel's eagle. One of them. Those egos have got to go. <laughs> Well, right. it, well, is it
1: Shelley low as well? I know Little Foz was talking about this today of the week. Who is, aren't they? Yeah, Tom Loeffler. They're all in there, aren't they? They're all in there, aren't they?
0: They're all yeah. trying to get the 10%. Yeah, they are. Of course they are, mate. But I think we'll get it. I think we'll get it. Hope so. Anyway, whatever happens, I hope so. we're all going to Wembley. September 22nd, April 13th.
1: April 13th could well be Brazil versus Povetkin, though, <laughs> so... With AJ Wilder's chief support. Can you imagine?
0: Fucking <laughs> okay, no. hell. Jesus. Um, listen, on the um, Radio City talk show that we do, which is dedicated to the world of Merseyside boxing, I have no doubt that Nicholas will either be speaking to... I'm speaking, speaking to speaking... Rocky Fielding. There you go. Speaking yes. to or speaking about uh, Rocky Fielding, um, who is in... A version of a world title this weekend. He's fighting Tyrone Zouge for the WBA
1: world super middleweight title.
0: WBA regular super middleweight title. All right. I've got to listen, listen. I've got to be fair. Gotta be fair. But what it does do for Rocky Field in this weekend, whatever you want to class the WBA regular belt as, it opens a fucking massive door.
1: It locks him in. For me, it locks him in for the winner of Grove Smith.
0: It puts him right
1: in the mix. People will be shouting. Shack- homecoming fight between Grove Smith. Whoever wins that fight in Jeddah They'll want to come home with a bang. Rocky Fielding will be the number one contender. But not even that WBA belt. Yeah, but not
0: even that. What it does is because he's got a belt, mm-hmm. it opens him up. Then absolutely, people will want to be, people will look at Rocky and go, "Well, Callum Bloomer ain't around. Yeah, I can fucking take him." Yeah, it opens him right up, and that's when he cashes in and makes himself some proper cash and gets himself in some huge fights. Now I'm going to go on record and say this right. A year ago, Rocky Fielding taking this fight, I want to give him a cat and hell's chance. No. He's with Jamie Moore. Yeah. That Jimmy's flying. i just got a funny feeling he's going to get the job done. I know he's up against it. I know he's in Germany. I know he's yep. in Baden-Baden or wherever he bloody is, right, this weekend against Tyron Zoiger. We saw Tyron against uh, Paul Smith, didn't we? We've seen Tyron a couple of times. I've just got a funny feeling Rocky's going to get the job done.
1: Yeah, me too, yeah. Me too. I think you're right. I think the night he beat John Ryder in Liverpool... We thought, what the fuck? That he—he just looks washed up. It looks like he's weight drained. It looks like he moves that needs to move the light everywhere. Yeah. But he bounced backward by blowing away David Brophy. Looked absolutely sensational. Um, and then he
0: had a you know a comfortable none of those decision in March, none, but, none of those things are the things that are playing on my mind though. It's the it's the Moore no, factor mate. That's I, where I'm I at. think
1: I think the David Brophy did what I think Zouzha going to do this weekend. They he's gone back and looked at his one defeat, looked at the defeat against Calm Smith. First round knockout, and Brophy came to Liverpool thinking, "I'm going to do the same thing. All the pressure's on you. I'm going to throw fireworks at you fir- in the first round. You'll get tagged. You'll get. I'll get. You know. You'll get caught. Yeah. And I'll be able to put you away. But what Brophy found out was that he carries that Rocky Field and carries power. Yeah. And it was just the fact that Callum Smith landed that shot and hit Rocky.
0: If you remember, rather
1: than the other way round. Well, Rocky ro- started
0: well. He ro- uh, got Rocky. Rocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He rocked Callum in that Absolutely.
1: fight. Absolutely. But Callum had enough about him counter them so well and, and obviously finished yeah. the fight with a couple of knockdowns yeah. Brophy tried to do the same thing I think Zuzia the there's only one blueprint to beat Rocky Field in, and that's exchanging the first round and land with him there is no other way to beat him so I think Zuzia may well try and do something similar he might well start, start, start fast get the German crowd going start fast but you know what again Brophy's tried it many have tried it mm. don't forget Rocky Field and one prize fighter
0: knocked everybody out the only person to do it Kids got power as well. So, but not only that. I mean, a lot of people might say in the Callum fight, he froze. You know what I mean? Mentally, was he? Was he there? Was he not there? Yeah. That is not an issue now with course, Jamie Moore. There's no pressure there. No, but with Jamie Moore, yeah, yeah, that is the, that is the key factor for me. He is the final piece in this jigsaw. Look what he's. I mean, Frampton was elite anyway, but he's yeah. taken Frampton to another level. Yeah. Tommy Coyle, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Even with my boy Jack, Jack was good. That's all. Yeah, yeah, but he's look. You know, all right, maybe he just needs to tweak him on the killer instinct. But yeah. Jack's looking good. They're all looking fucking a million dollars, mate. Of course, Martin looked good the uh, the other night. Didn't lose his head. That's another thing. Martin didn't lose his head. He's a fucking street fighter yeah. for crying out loud. He's yeah. getting punched in the bollocks twenty five times in a fight and didn't lose his head. Why? Jamie Moore is in his corner. Jamie Moore is the master of mind games, and I reckon he'll keep him. He'll keep him so fucking calm, cool. And I reckon the preparation for this camp will be will have been mint. Yeah. Well, I'll speak to Rocky. I'll find out tomorrow. We'll, we'll gather on our Radio City
1: Talk Show this week. I should mm. say, but <clears throat> it's exciting, man. It's an exciting opportunity, mm. and it's an exciting little run of of scousers and world title fights as well.
0: Yeah, we got one this weekend. Weekend after is beefy, and then obviously you've got uh, Callum doing his thing as well against uh, George Groves. Uh, Regis Pagre's, by the way, and Juan José Velasco are fighting this weekend. I fully anticipate uh, Regis Pagre to come through that. Uh, this he- is the eliminator, isn't it, for World Boxing well, Super Series? You could class it as eliminator. They want Regis Pagre. I uh, thought they'd
1: already confirmed that the winner, the winner goes in. They
0: have. They've confirmed it. I know they have. But what I'm saying is they want Regis Pagre. They've, oh, right. They're classing it as an eliminator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Regis Pagre, who is the WBC interim champion, mm. will, in my opinion, come through this fight. Yeah. And therefore... He will be in the World Boxing Super Series, setting up a quarterfinal with Josh Taylor. Shit. Have it! That's a beauty, that, isn't it? Absolute belter.
1: Winner of that wins the tournament for me. So it's kind of panning out, that tournament, then, isn't it? They're not going to do, like, a draw, are they? Yeah. Because they've oh, well, arranged fights for, for a couple of them already.
0: It. Well, they did it, if you remember, in the um, the Cruiserweights last year, one of the fights wasn't... Uh, was a mandatory. Wasn't on a draw, it was on a mandatory, yeah. I think it was... Was it Bredis? I think Bredis had to fight his mandatory right. in the quarterfinals for... Uh, uh, well the thing that it, it lit us up was obviously in the super middle weights yeah. nobody had mandatories they were all picking each other weren't they and that That's right. was kind of the thing cool. yeah it was really cool but if you look at it this year a lot of the deals that have been done for example uh, Yiji and Baranchik it's a vacant IBF belt they have to meet each other in the quarter finals yeah. uh, Josh Taylor with his rankings so high in the WBC with uh, Regis Pagre they're looking like they're going to have to uh, 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 meet each other um, Kirill Relic's um, his mandatory's in there so he's going to meet each other so there's not going to be that
1: so it's kind of been arranged yeah quarters. it's kind of been arranged uh, so they'll just do a draw probably for the semis
0: yeah to see which way the, the winners go from each quarter yeah something like that that's that, That's how that will pan out uh, but I fully anticipate Regis Pagre to come through his fight this weekend against Juan Jose Velasco uh, and also the money's come through the money's come through in Kuala Lumpur it's happening <laughs> yeah somebody's signed a cheque Manny's uh, getting to do his veterans tour in Kuala Lumpur he's taking on uh, Lucas Matisse, again, another regular belt on the line. Um, I can't see Manny coming through it. No I just chance. keep I just keep seeing it, him getting bingo Yeah, That's all I keep seeing. Me too. But if he does come through it, it's Amir Khan all day,
1: isn't it? I think if, even if he gets beat at Amir Khan all day, I think he still comes here and fights Amir Khan at Wembley or Manchester Arena or something like that. I can definitely see that happening. But uh, I think Matisse will knock him out. I think Matisse will stop uh, Pacquiao unless Pacquiao is suddenly able to to turn back the clock. But I think once you start losing to the likes of Jeff Horn, I think uh, the writing's on the wall. Really, mm. you know, it's three years since he fought Mayweather. Don't forget. So I don't know now. Nah. Manny just showed signs for me against Jeff Horn that it was that it was that it was done. And I think Matisse has worked too damn hard his whole career to become. A version of the world title belt holder to to throw it away against the, a fight like this, but he'll certainly have the crowd with him. Manny, of course, he does. He has the crowd with him everywhere he goes, mm. and if he can turn the back the clock, sensational. But um, I think the likes of Amir Khan would pray and he gets beat because I think the legend so will continue. And I think if he gets beat, he's when coming he to the beat, UK.
0: I think I think Manny comes to the UK. Yeah. Speaking of uh, exhibitions <laughs> and veterans tour, did you see that at uh, the WBC uh, convention? Uh, Lennox Lewis and Vitali Klitschko are going to have an exhibition match. I've
1: seen that, yeah, yeah, that can't be legit.
0: It's legit. Uh, what they're going to have an exhibition spar, are they? Uh, something like that, yeah. Yeah, silly, at the man. WBC convention. It's silly. How can the, how can lads like that have an exhibition? Exactly. The moment someone lands, they're just going to start. They're swimming. going to start fucking having to do.
1: Exactly. You think Vitaly's going to have an exhibition with Lennox after what happened? Get him stopped on cuts and all that.
0: He's going to put it on him. He's isn't going,
1: he? going to fucking course. is, he He's going to try and bomb Lennox out of there.
0: September, October it's supposed to be. Come on, I hope not. I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) Don't need to see it. Uh, Listen, thank you very much for listening to us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. I know it's a little bit quiet at this moment in time in the world of boxing, but it's starting to pick up now, obviously. Rocky in action this weekend, Uh, Manny back in action, and then the week after we've got Liam Smith um, over in Vegas hopefully becoming a world champ. So there's lots to talk about as we build up, obviously, towards Dillian White and Josie Parker on the 28th of Who's July. Is that
1: Garcia When's that? Is that the end of the month?
0: Oh, hang on. No, that's the same weekend as, uh, it? Uh, as Liam Smith. Yeah, yeah, same weekend. 21st, yeah. So we've got lots to talk about over the next couple of weeks. It's just been quiet um, with the summer holidays and what have you. But who knows? Eh? We've, got, we, we've got a World Cup to talk about, hence the first 10 minutes of this show. <laughs> um, Thank you very much for listening to us. You can subscribe via uh, iTunes, Fight Disciples. That's all you got to do for your search. And you can get all Android feeds on uh, fightdisciples.com. Hopefully my voice will be back next week. Maybe not after we've won the World Cup. At <laughs> Fight Disciples on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and YouTube as well. What's the final next Sunday? Yeah. Class. What?
1: Is that just, it? I'm just class, yeah. Sound. We'll do a show Monday morning after the after the final. In French. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyway, we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. If
1: you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.